What are your plans? What are your plans? This is a question that I have been asking many people this week. For those of you who do not know me, I work in the university. And this week has been week one of the academic year. So this week and last week, I have been asking many students, what are your plans? What are your plans? If they're an undergraduate, they may have come from England or from somewhere else in, in the world. And they want to experience Edinburgh. They want to know where to go to have fun in Edinburgh. And where to eat if they're from China. But they come to meet me to plan for their classes. I also meet postgraduate students. And I talk about their plans. I talk about what classes they want to take. And for the PhD students, I ask them what they want to do after they're done with their studies. And what I find in these weeks that I ask people what are their plans, there's often two types of students. Those that have everything planned out. Those that know everywhere that they want to visit in Edinburgh. And maybe have holidays in Scotland. Or maybe those who know exactly the classes they want to take and what they want to do after they're done with their studies. And then there are the students that don't plan. That those students often, the most uh, planning they had was to just to come to Edinburgh. They plan to come to Edinburgh and they're here. We have to take classes. Yes, you need to take classes. Which classes would you like to take? And for these students, they are not planners. Now, I'm going to ask a question for a show of hands. Who here is a planner? Please raise your hand if you're a planner. Okay, unsure planners? Uh, planners, yes? Okay, you can put down your hands. Who is not a planner? Okay, so there are not enough people raising their hands. Which probably means you're not a planner if you did not raise your hand either way. Now, for myself, I like to have some plans. But I'm not a very big planner. 
I know my uh, my mother-in-law is a planner. Because after I finished my PhD and my wife and my son were, were preparing for our next steps. My mother-in-law asked me, what's your five-year plan? And then what's happening in 10 years' time? And I'm thinking, I just finished my PhD. <laughs> we just had our first child. <laughs> I can barely remember what I'm supposed to do today. How do I plan for the next five or ten years? All I could answer was, I don't know. The passage for today, on face value, seems to attack those who plan. It seems to attack planners. But it's more than that. So if we begin in our passage in verse 13, in James chapter 4, verse 13, James says, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. So here we have the introduction of these people who are planners. They're planning where to, they're going to travel. They plan where they are going to work. Where they're going to make money. And in context, it seems like these are people who are businessmen or businesswomen. They are planning to make money. And the key problem here that James has is actually not the planning itself. But if you look at verse 16, it's about the boasting of the plans. It is bragging about how good you are and how successful you will be. It's about bragging about all the money you will make next year. And so we have to think about why this is the case. We think about James and who James is writing to in this letter. It includes a mixture of many Christians, rich and poor. And probably that means that it's a mixture of people who have been successful and not successful in business. So such boasting leads to a comparison. If I am boasting of my success, it is speaking of somebody else's shame. 
Of course, boasting is not only for business people. As a child, when I was growing up, uh, the elders in the family, they would compare me with my cousins and my siblings and my classmates. This person is better at school. Oh, yeah. Your translation is better than what I said. <laughs> yeah, better than you at school. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, you. Sorry, I've lost track now. Um, this, this person is better at school than you. This person plays the musical instruments better than you. This person is smarter or more beautiful than you. And in these comparisons, in these comparisons brings shame to the one who's not as good. Why can't you study harder? Why can't you practice your instrument more? Why can't you be better looking? Well, that's from you, but anyhow, that, that's from the parents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but the, the question of competition and the boasting that happens is, uh, is there. But it's not only as a child, but also in the workplace. The workplace can be very competitive. I find that for myself in the university, in academia, there's a lot of competition. And we are told as academics that we need to perform uh, so much research in so much time. Yes, so we need to publish so many things and present so many things. And we are to boast about these things. We are told to promote what we are working on. But oftentimes, we're not done with what we're working on. So we're boasting about things that are not done. And so we are told to boast about these things as part of our academic work. But I think also in recent days, there has been uh, many plans that have not come true. In particular, the pandemic uh, has suspended many plans. If you were like me uh, during lockdown, I had to homeschool my children. And so while I was employed to teach and research in the university, Instead, I had to research and teach primary school mathematics and English grammar. 
，但係結果我其實係要去研究同埋要教小學嘅數學。Perhaps for some of us here,、um, these days have included moving countries. 可能喺我哋當中有好多人都呢樣嘢都包括去移移民去另一個國家。We have many in our midst that have joined our church from Hong Kong. 有好多香港嘅朋友嚟到教會當中。And for many, life plans have been completely turned around. 有好多生命嘅計劃完全翻轉。If we return to our passage in verse 14, 我哋翻翻去經文裏邊十四節。We read that. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist. That appears for a little time and then vanishes. He says, "Actually, tomorrow will bring you nothing. You know, your life originally is a mist, and it disappears again." In the midst of our planning, James points out that we have finite lives. In our planning, James points out that we have finite lives. He tells us that our lives are short and unexpected. Our lives are short and unexpected. It's like a mist of water that can be blown away at any moment. 好似一片雲霧咁樣，一吹就散啦。And vanish. 冇咗。And it is not within our control. 亦都唔係我哋可以控制。On the one hand, we can plan all we want, but our plans may not come true. 一方面我哋可以計劃，但係另外一方面，我哋嘅計劃可能冇辦法實現。For most of us, I think this is very uncomfortable. When I make plans, I want to see those plans come true. If those plans do not come true, I get disappointed. Maybe I get angry. Maybe I get emotionally very sad. These plans I made may not come true. But on the other hand, God is the only one whose plans always work out. 但系喺唯有神佢嘅计划先至常常都能够实现。In many parts of the world,、uh, people try to seek spiritual means to control their futures. 喺呢个世界上面，好多人用唔同嘅方法去想知道将来如何。When me and my family lived in Asia, we would often come across people on the streets、uh, trying to predict your future. 誒、um, ，當我哋喺亞洲住嘅時候咧，會成日見到街上面有啲算命嘅人啦。They would want to help you to find out who your love would be or how to gain riches。佢哋會想幫你誒算你嘅誒誒你嘅真愛喺邊度啊，同埋咧可能你喺邊度揾到錢啊咁樣。Maybe for many of us, we are less interested in these kinds of fortune tellers。誒，或者喺我哋當中，當然我哋對呢啲冇乜興趣啦。Instead, for somebody like myself。I put more hope in the plans I can make. Um, uh, uh, 对于我自己或者我哋诶当中嘅人咧，诶，其实我哋都将诶我哋嘅希望摆喺我哋嘅计划里边。So I make schedules and plans. 我会有日程啦，我会有计划啦。So in our family, we have a calendar that we share digitally and and make out plans for our year. 诶，我哋即喺我哋自己屋企里边咧，会有一个即系电子嘅一个日程表，即系大家可以一齐做计划咁样。And I have a calendar also for my work and all the work plans that we have。我都有另外一个日程，诶，即系一个一个 schedule 一个排程咧，就系做关于我工作上面嘅一啲计划。
And as I've become a, a parent, we have calendars for each of our children as well to plan out their plans. And so for myself, I'm more interested in how I can plan out and schedule all the details for me and my family. And perhaps if uh, for those of you who are our parents, we also plan for our children. We want the best for our children. We want, uh, we, we put hope in an education, and we want them to be getting the best education they can have. So we find the, the best catchment areas for, for living to go to uh, the schools that we think are best. We put hope in the societies we live in, that we move to the best part of a city or a country for our families. We hope that these things will give our children the best chance. We want them to have the best opportunities to live and to succeed. And this is something that me and my wife struggle with on a regular basis, the plans for our children and what to give to our children. But may I say that wherever we have placed our hopes, there we will find our gods. I'm not saying we should not plan. I'm not saying we should, should not seek the best for ourselves or our children. These are precious in our eyes, and it's only natural to want the best for them. What I am saying is that there's a difference between how much hope we put in our plans and how much hope we put in God. We risk replacing God with our plans. Instead, we need to hold our plans loosely and to know that it is God who is ultimately in control. Or to put it another way, it is less about us planning as us seeking to live our life with the will of God. This is why James, in the end of verse 15, tells his readers, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. 
呢個亦都係雅各佢所講嘅喺十五節嗰度話：你們只當説主若願意，我們就可以活著，也可以做這事或做那事。So let me ask you a question. 又問問題啦。Is it holier to not plan? 誒，如果唔做計劃嘅係咪即係熟齡啲咁樣啦 ？Is it holier to not plan? 誒，係咪唔做計劃就熟齡啲咧？ Should we say, if the Lord wills, I will go to work and to do my studies? 我哋誒可唔可話啊？主若願意咧，我就會去誒做做工啦，或者去讀書啦。Should we say, if the Lord wills, I will get out of bed in the morning? 啊，主若願意咧，我聽朝就起身啦。Or better yet, if the Lord wills, I will use the toilet. 哦，主若願意咧，我就去廁所啊。Clearly, the Lord will will that. 誒，好明顯，即係神會俾嘅。But as Christians, some of us may use this language "if the Lord wills" as an excuse to do nothing. 好多時有一啲信徒咧，佢會用主若願意呢一一個呢四隻字咧，去去為自己唔做嘢嚟到藉口嘅。And in effect, we are blaming God for our own laziness. 好似咧，將我哋誒嘅懶惰嘅責任咧，就賴咗俾神。The point in this verse is less about not planning. As it is that we should plan, that planning is part of life. 喺呢一節裏邊咧，唔係話我哋唔應該計劃，而係咧我哋應該係要計劃，因為計劃本身係我哋生活應該做嘅事。But that in our planning, we need to actively seek God and His will in that planning. 但係喺我哋計劃當中，我哋一定要誒好好主動去尋求神佢嘅心意。And this is not only in the big life choices. 其實唔係淨係喺一啲誒，即係一啲大嘅事情上面去尋求。Not about what, uh, not only about what we want to study or what we should work or who we should marry. 唔係淨係誒讀咩書，讀邊科，喺邊度讀，或者喺邊度做嘢，或者嫁俾邊個。But also the smaller life choices. 誒，亦都喺小事上面。In context. It is about business people and the work that they do on a regular basis. 喺經文裏邊係講到一啲商人啊，其實佢哋做生意係一件好平常嘅事啊。It is about the work that they regularly do. 佢哋成日都做生意噶啦。And their plans for the work that they do. 同埋佢哋都為生意做計劃噶啦。In my own work, much of what I do is teaching students and writing essays and books. 喺我嘅工作上面咧，我要做教學啦，同埋要寫文章啦，同埋寫書。So I pray over my work. 所以我為呢一切而祈禱。I pray over the things that I write and that I publish. 我為我呢一切而祈禱，而為我我即將出版嘅而祈禱。I pray over the students and the classes that I teach. 我為我即將要教導嘅學生去祈禱。I ask other Christian academics. For their wisdom and support for what I do. 我會去問其他即係誒誒信徒嘅同事啦，佢哋嘅誒意見啦，同埋佢哋嘅支持。And I ask God if my work is honoring to Him and within His will. 我都當然去問神誒，我所做嘅嘢係咪喺度榮耀緊佢，係咪尊榮緊佢咧 ？Perhaps for some of you, what is more important than work is family. Um, 或者對於我哋當中嘅嚟講咧，家庭更加緊要。And I know for us, the past two years have been really hard to plan for our families. 我哋好明白過去呢兩年對於家庭嚟講都係好難去計劃嘅呢兩年
My wife and I are from North America. And for two summers now, we have not been able to see our families as, as, as a, uh, all together. And during that time, we have lost many of our family members. My wife has lost an aunt. Uh, I have lost an uncle. And I have also lost my father. And during these past two years, we have planned to go back to visit our family that we have now lost. And it's very sad that our plans did not come through. That these last few years have been very hard on anybody whose families are apart from us. And we are reminded of how we are finite. We are reminded of how short our lives are. And we are reminded of how much we are not in control. But I think um, what is more important than this finite nature what is more important than our lack of control or what is more important than our desires that are not met is that God's will is far greater than we can imagine. That there is actually something very exciting about knowing that God is in control of our lives. I was reflecting on this passage this morning. And I was re reminded of Matthew chapter 7. In which Jesus explains that no father, when asked by their child for bread, will give him a stone. And Jesus concludes in Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. He says, if you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? How much more will your Father in heaven give good things? That our Father is in control. Our Father's plans are good. And when he says good, 
These are good plans for us. And, and so in whatever situation, in all our plans, we are to actively seek the Lord's will. For it is good. As James concludes this passage in verse 17, he says these funny words in verse 17. He says, So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. He says that if we know what's right and we don't do it, we sin. And it's kind of harsh if you think about it. But he criticizes those, what he's criticizing is those who are boasting of their plans. Because those plans do not always come true. And, we, and if we were really certain about these plans, they would be guaranteed and they would come true. But if we fail, then we sin. The point is we shouldn't boast of these plans. Because we are speaking falsehood through these boastings. And therefore we are sinning. This seems harsh. But in part, this is why James talks about our finite nature in verse 14. Our finite nature is compared to the infinite nature of our God. God is infinite. So he knows all things. He knows where we have been, what experiences we've had, and where we are going, the experiences we will have. God, as an infinite one, is in control of all things. We can't forget that. If God is infinite, then his love for his children is far greater than we can imagine. And if he is in control and the things in our lives seem to be out of control, he is still in control. We who make plans as though we are an infinite God. If we try to make plans and boast of our plans as though we are this infinite God, we sin in doing so. 
But I think what is also important to recognize is that God, who is infinite, exists outside of time. This is one of the beauties of today being Communion Sunday. That communion, as I said earlier, connects us Christians around the globe. But it also connects Christians across time. And though we take communion in a particular moment of time, that moment in time is part of a bigger plan of God. Our hope is not in the momentary, but our hope is in He who is eternal. Make plans and make goals, pursue goals in this world. But do so as the Lord wills. Seek that which brings delight to Him. Seek His will, seek His heart, and seek His glory in all that you do. Let's pray. Well, Father God, we give thanks to you for being a great, great, great God. That you are far greater and far more loving than we can be. That our lives and everything that we do is filled with uncertainty. But we plan. And we look forward to what can happen. But Father, we pray that you help us to see your will that we can be part of it. We give thanks to you who are uh, greater than all that is in this world. Indeed, you are the creator of all things in this world. You have created all that exists and even time itself. All praise and honor be to you. In Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.